Johnny, the shell, blow it, come on. Coming to you live from a little grass shack in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, it's the Junior Kikuwaba Jr. Show, starring Junior Kikuwaba Jr. Join Junior along with the Wayne Borde Band as he makes any kind from Hawaii. And now, Junior Kikuwaba Jr. Amalos Kalimalos. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Kalimalos. Thank you. Okay, shut up. Okay, shut up, okay? Welcome to the podcast. I'm Genie K. Go ahead, Virginia. Oh, man. Hey, on today's podcast, bro, we get some stuffs coming up. But first, we got to do our mahalos. We got to start with our attitude of gratitude always. Always. Hey, so we want to thank all the new local people coming on board. There's a couple. So we'd like to say mahalo to you guys. And mostly it's the people that's on my Facebook that's following you know, because we post over there, right, for the podcast. And uh, so anyway, yeah, we like to say mahalo to you guys, local people. And that's our aunties and uncles because, you know, Facebook is about aunties and uncles. Okay, so I still get the kind. We want to say Ozzy to Mommy on uh, the cat variety. Mommy, mommy and uh, and Shana on uh, Instagram. We like to say Ozzy to you guys. <laughs> so these chicks keep eating me up. Okay, I cannot go out until after COVID, Okay. We got to maintain, we cannot, you know, got to do the social distancing, more than six feet. In this case, uh, you guys are in Kaneohe, so, uh, well, one of you, one of you is in Kaneohe, and one of you is in Kapolei, so sorry, uh, <laughs> no dates until after this whole thing. But I don't know, are they going to get on the kind vaccine? I don't know what they're going to do, but they're going to do something, right? Okay, stay tuned, Hawaiians, because I don't even know. All right, so we want to say how's it to everybody in the United States. The United States, so the leaders, the states that are leading uh, as far as the listeners in the podcast, number one is California still, and Texas is number two. So everybody in Texas, mahalo, thank you. Uh, I look forward to going to Texas as soon as we can travel without sticking stuff up our nose. Bro, you, you bet, that's crazy, right? In order to go somewhere, you got to take that test, the, the COVID test, and that's, bro, that's mean. They gotta find one. They gotta find a different way of doing them, man. But I'm telling you, Brad is sticking this stuff straight up into your brain, Hawaiians. Okay. And then uh, number three is Hawaii. So it goes California, Texas, Hawaii, right? And then everybody else. We have a brand new state. Now we're in 30 states. We used to be in 29 states. Now we're in 30 states. Kentucky is the 30th state. Welcome, Kentucky. And um, but we're still waiting for Nevada. You know what I mean? You know all the transplants in Las Vegas, but we're still waiting on you guys. Go on, you guys. Okay, so uh, we'd like to say a special mahalo and aloha from Hawaii to Ireland, the Netherlands, Ghana, Canada, United Kingdom, Bangladesh, Poland, Australia, Brazil, Slovakia, Philippines, Germany, South Africa, Italy, Russia, Japan, oh, bro, France, Belgium, Peru, Romania, Vietnam, Israel, and Austria. Okay, uh, 69%. Now, this is this is phenomenal. Yesterday, just yesterday, no, wait, two days ago. Sorry, we've been off the podcast two days. Okay, because, uh, yeah, we, we got to, you know, we got to work. <laughs> we got to work. Anyway, um, Apple Podcast is 69%. Now, this does not mean that our iPhone users are going down. What this means is when there's an increase in the percentage in other areas, 
that number goes down, right? Spotify, bro, we gotta say we're grateful to you guys. Thank you, Spotify. The users on Spotify, the people that listen to us on Spotify, 14%. It was 11 two days ago. It's 14% now. Other is 10%. So, like, that's Google, CastBox, uh, bro, we get Breaker, uh, any, any kind. We get different platforms, right? And then Anchor is 6%. Now, in the last 24-hour period, we had 5,400 listens. 5,400, little over 5,400. Uh, all it shows on my device when, you know, because we track we track uh, right here on the, on the app. And I got to look at my laptop for the official number, but on the app, it says 5.4K right now. So we know that more people are listening. And uh, the fact that Spotify is, uh, whoa, Spotify is at 14%. So, uh, yeah, just mahalo. Thank you. Thank you, you guys. Thank you so much. Okay, so our demos, 23 to 27 year olds, 4%. Everything else is 35 to dead. And uh, 89% male, 10% female. Okay, it's not that the girls are running away. It's that the guys are increasing, okay? So thank you, gentlemen. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Uh, we know who you are. It's all the uncles. It's the 60 plus demos, okay? So the 60 plus demos went from like, bro, it was... Was like was like thirty percent, something like that, thirty forty percent. It's seventy three percent now. The uncles are taking over, and we know because it's mostly men, right? Eighty nine percent. So thank you, uncles. We really appreciate you guys being on the podcast. And today we're gonna talk about manifestation today, right? You know, sometimes I talk about my life experience, and I'm gonna drop some of that today, right? But we're talking about manifestation. This is the law of attraction. Now, how do you manifest your life? You know. And, and I gotta say, I gotta start with this. I gotta start with faith and believing and knowing. Okay. So when you have faith in something, right? You just, you just have faith in that. When you believe something, right? It not, doesn't necessarily have to be the truth. No, it could be something totally false, but you believe it. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now if something is the truth and you believe it, okay. But somebody can tell you and lie over and over and over and over and over again. Pretty soon you believe them, right? Because that's all you that's all you hear, right? Or or something you see, whatever, right? You know where I'm going. So so now the the belief is there, right? Now if you know something, you know like you know like you know. Okay. So I I didn't know about the law of attraction, right? Before twelve years ago, I didn't know about this stuff, right? It was happening. It was happening to me because every time I did something bad or crappy. Right, I got bad or crappy back, right? But there's a difference in karma. Karma is a little bit different. Karma is like if if you're doing something with ill intent, it will come and bite you. Okay, the law of attraction is like if you did something wrong, okay, you're gonna get one wrong result. You're speeding down the highway, you gonna take it, right? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, all right, because I've bro, I've been there. I've been there, we, we speeding down the highway, nobody saw, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but yeah, so, but, but what I'm saying is that the cause and effect, it's cause and effect, okay? So what kind of cause are you putting out there and what kind of effect are you getting back, right? So if you do something really crappy to somebody, yeah, you're gonna get karma gonna come back. But in that moment, right, is what the law of attraction is. Now in that moment, right, you, you make somebody any kind, like he could turn around and shoot you. You don't know if you're carrying on gun or what. You see what I'm saying? So, so that's a little bit more immediate than karma. Karma is like a, a long-term effect, right? So, 
So the law of attraction and manifestation, right? You got to go big, Heinz. You got to go big. So when I started manifesting, right? I started manifesting with uh, a parking space. And I showed this, I showed this on, on Instagram. I made on, I made on video. It's on my Instagram, right? Of me approaching the shopping center. Not in the shopping center, right? But approaching the shopping center. And I visualized my parking space. And all I, I mean, not the particular space. But all I said is go get, go get one space right in front of the nail place. Cause I, I go to get my nails done, right? And the reason why I do that, cause I got to play guitar. And, and, you know, if my nails aren't done the right way by a professional, um, they, yeah, cause trust me, <laughs> I screw them up. Bro. That, that's why. Okay. Cause every time I do my nails, bro, I screw them up. Okay. But if you, you know, if, if you get in, you know, so I, anyway, I go to the professional, right? Cause if you do them wrong, okay, your guitar playing gonna come all screwed up. Uh, if you're playing Spanish style like I do. Okay. And then your nails get stuck on the strings, all kind of dramas. Okay. <laughs> so dramas. Yeah. So anyway, so I, all I said was, I'm gonna go in parking space, gonna be right in front of the nail place. And when I got there, boom, okay, was right there. Not not right in front on the same side, was on the opposite side, but it was right in front, right in front of the nail place. And I put the video up on Instagram and I narrated the video on the way into the shopping center so that people knew, <clears throat> or they could see at least, right, that this stuff is real. <clears throat> the law of attraction is very real, okay? So if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. That's what Bob Proctor always says, right? Now, different people have different takes on and different methods of doing stuff. Okay, so Mike Dooley says thoughts become things. Think about them. Mm -hmm. Thoughts become things because first you think them, then you do them, right? Or or then it happens. So what's important? <clears throat> it's important to think the right thoughts. Now, so I started going, you know, parking spaces, right? Pretty soon, ah, like, oh, that always happened. So let's try something else. So then I tried money. So I started with $20, right? Because, you know, I figured you got, and you got to start, you got to start small Hawaiians, but you got to go big. You got to progress and get to the big picture. Okay. So I started small, $20, then I went 50. And then instead of going like 100, 200, whatever, you know, to me, that seemed like a long process. So I used to manifest contracts, you know, so, okay, we'll know in contract because we, we you know, our contract started at 1995. And the corporate contracts that we had, I'm talking entertainment contracts for for parties or, or uh, you know, uh, events, right? So so it started at 1995. We never left the house for less than 1995, okay? And then out of that 1995, we, we had some overhead, okay? And then then after that, right, our, our corporate stuff is was uh, $2,300. $2, started at $23. Now, people like more stuff. They like whatever, you know, different... Uh, whatever add-ons, right? And then we can add them on. So some contracts are pretty big, and I mean the the contracts got bigger depending on the needs of the client. Okay, so so this is what happened, right? So I started going for contracts, and and I said I am so happy and grateful now that I have five contracts this month. <clears throat> some months I had five contracts. Some months I had seven contracts. Some months I had three contracts. But I, I wrote for five, right? And then I noticed something really kind of different, right? The majority of the time, I had at least five, right? Or more, like 
in in the span of of three months, right? Looking back at three months, because I look back, I check the records, and I check them against the affirmations, and I'm like, whoa, the majority of the time came out, right? Sometimes came out less, came three, sometimes was you know seven, you know, but it it mostly was around five, and so then I started you know seeing that there was a pattern to this thing, so I'm like, oh okay, I'm onto something, right? So I kept writing like that. So we write three, write five, you know, so, so sometimes, sometimes I'll go, all right, let's try seven, right? And sometimes, you know, we would hit seven, but sometimes we would just hit like five. Now, we, you know, we're back to five, to our, the original, whatever. So, so I kept doing that. Now, as we got, as we grew in, in, in numerical value, okay, money value, the number, okay, so, so maybe, you know, maybe one month was like, 3,000, maybe one month was 5,000, maybe one month, you know, whatever it was, we started, we started expanding in our minds that this is what you got to do, okay, so from parking space, right, $20, then $50, then $100, then after that, clients, okay, so then after that, we, you know, we, we started going up there pretty soon, it was the car, and the car was $59,000 on signature, I never even know. I never know my credit score. I ain't got time for that. I'm too busy working, right? So I went down and, and Bank of Hawaii took them, right? So so you guys in the mainland, you guys around the world, we have this bank in Hawaii called Bank of Hawaii. <laughs> Duh, you know. But but they took them. And the thing about Bank of Hawaii, they they don't take they don't take bogus loans or, you know. So so the fact that they came back and they said, hey, Bank of Hawaii took your loan, you're good. And I'm like, whoa, like I was surprised, okay? But this is God working. Now, God is opening these doors. All I'm doing or all I was doing was sitting in the dealership, right? But what I did at that point, see, I had worked my way up from the parking space. And this this was a course of about, I think about a year and a half. I think I was doing this, no, about a year. I think about a year I was doing this before I decided to go for the car because I had to test the water, right? That's like going to the swimming pool. Right, and the difference between just jumping in the water, right, and sticking your toe in. So what I call sticking your toe in is the baby steps, because you need to do baby steps. And the reason why, right, like I always tell you guys, if you gotta change cars, or if you took the wrong step, okay, if you're taking the giant leap for mankind, you know Neil Armstrong, the guys that was pretending to be on the moon, okay, if you're taking that giant leap for mankind, it's a giant leap back backwards. It's a, you know, and, and so, so anyway, you could take, take the baby steps. God's going to open a door. Then you get the next level. Then you get the next level. Then you get the next opening and the next one. So that's what we did. So now, you know, now I'm at, you know, one year later, I'm at the $59,000 mark. And I'm like, whoa, you know, so now I did on car, right? But it scared the crap out of me when they told me I got the loan. You know, I mean, not not scared like like I cannot go through with this kind of scared, but but like this thing came over me like like it was it was happiness, but it was also like my heart was beating, my heart would beat stronger. You see what I'm saying? Because like I'm like whoa, I got him. I go whoa, I'm gonna drive this thing home. Like, whoa, you know, and and it was a trip. And I remember sitting down. So this is one year in now. So this is this is eleven years ago. I'm one year into this thing, right? Because it was 12 years when I started. And this is 11 years ago. And I'm sitting down and I'm signing the papers with the finance person, you know, at the dealership, right? And this, there was this nice Korean lady. 
and tears was running down my face. And she looked at me, she says, are you all right? I said, oh yeah, I'm, I'm fine, no worries, I, I'm, I'm just happy. You know, because tears of gratitude was flowing down my face. Like, I, I was like, you know, I was, I was having one of them moments, like, I was totally blessed, but totally confused. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Bro, well, I couldn't, you know, it was, it was a surreal moment that will always stick out in my mind. Okay, now, ever since then, always, and I'm not flexing. I'm not here trying to tell you guys, like, you know, I'm better than anybody or whatever. I'm just saying you can do this too. Because ever since that day, ever since that day when I broke the spell, and what was the spell? The spell was me believing, okay, believe, we're going back to belief, faith, all it is, right? Belief, faith, okay? I was be under the belief, under the spell, the magical spell that came from a good intention family member, right? Because that's where that's where these things come from a lot of times. Okay, so your limitations, okay, or those walls in your head come from you your family, close friends and family, right? Close friends and family. Sometimes your best friend and your best friend goes, bro, you out of your mind. You can walk in there, you can sign for fifty-nine thousand. You see what I'm saying? Okay. And then and then but my belief was Always buy a good used car. Because you know what they tell you, right? Oh, but you know, no, well, as soon as you drive them off the lot, bugger depreciate, you know, like like three, four grand right there. Right? Okay, so so they tell you all this stuff. And you think about this stuff, right? And then you do your research. You go, yeah, that's right. As soon as I drive them off the lot, yeah, the thing going to depreciate. Right? But now the counterbalance, okay, the counter, the other side is... You're not supposed to care if, if you believe in God. The question is, do you believe in God, Hoynes? You know, so, so my uncle always told me, my, my uncle always told me, what about God? That's the question. He always asked me, what about God? Right? And, and me, like a wise ass, I had to always answer, well, what about God? <laughs> so I answered a question with a question. Hey, well, what about God? You know, because I always believed in God. Okay. But my faith was never really tested as much. As when I learned the law of attraction. Because then you really got to believe. And, and Hawaiians, I got to tell you. The tears of joy was running down my face as I was signing. Right? And I was trying for be the, you know. I was trying for be an, you know, one male. <laughs> one man. You know what I mean? I was trying for be one man. I, I was like, but God came over me like that. And that happens, right? And and I'm wiping the tears. You know, I got sitting in front of this chick, right? And then I'm. I mean, she was, in, she was an older lady, but still, right? Right, it's a chick and every tears, but what the hell, right? So it's going against all my manly principles, right? You know, and I'm signing, okay, from that day forward, all I can tell you, Hawaiians, is that I've always had new car smell. When I sit in any of my cars, it still smells like brand new. Why? Well, because I, I used to buy new cars. I bought one after the other, after the other. I think about four new cars. And then I decided to lease. Okay, now I'm on my third lease. Each lease is three years. There's nine years down the road. And and the other, so the, the other three years, bro, I bought like, I think it was three, three cars. I think, yeah. I think it was three cars. Wait, wait a minute. It's been 13 years. Oh, Hawaiians. Okay, so it's been 13 years. Sorry. I've been talking about it so long. One year went by already. Okay, so it's 13 years actually, right? And so, so you know, I bought one car and then I go, yeah, you know, 
I, I like like this other car because this guy told me he goes after three years you get the appreciation you can just you know buy another car and and you can just trade them in and you know he told me this right I never I never know this kind of stuff right I was too busy playing music and entertaining I can't be bothered with this kind of stuff you know to me to me a good used car was all I knew and that was my understanding that was where my my spell I was under that spell okay now there's a lot of things that we believe. Okay, that we have come to been we've been told, okay, and then we believe it. Okay, so some guys go, well, but you know the depreciation and and all of that. And the, uh, my counter to that is, did you know that everything in the United States was paid for by future generations of labor? Did you know that before you walk in to buy that car, did you know that car is already paid for in commerce in the United States? I don't know if you knew that. So that's my that was my counter, right? And that's the part that my uncle taught me. And that's the part that helped to increase my belief in God. Because, well, you know, if you're walking into a dealership alone, okay, now this is a little bit more, you know, metaphysical in, in source, okay? But if you're walking into a dealership alone, then maybe you should be careful. But if you're walking into the dealership with God, right, brah, Sky's the limit. And so I told those guys, when they was going, when the guy was going to sell me the car, he said, well, what package would you like with the car? Because they had, they had these packages, you know, where they put the, the Simonized stuff on top of your leather. They, you know, they do all these extras, right? I told them, give me everything, right? Because I was testing, right? I was testing this out. I'm like, well, we're going, we're going to live this or not. We're going to do this or not. So I put, okay, put them all on. Put them on black and spin the wheel. That, I mean, that was my take. Plain and simple. Plain, right or wrong, I, you know, whatever. This this is either going to work or I'm going to fall on my face, right? One of the two. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what happened, always? Money always came to support the car. Contracts always came in to make the car payment. Everything always happened. Now, there's always the fear, okay? There's a fear that friends and family put in you, okay? Oh, what if the stock market, bro, look kind of shaky? What if the bugger go down? Guess what? When I bought the car, that's when the stock market was falling. Bro, this was back in 2007. This was back in 2007, right? I think it was 2007, 2008, something like that. The, the stock market, we were already in a recession, and, but guess what the good news was? The good news was the interest rate was only 2%. It was like 2%. I think it was 6.5% before that, right? So so what I'm saying, Hawaiians, is th this is the right time right now to do something. We're like, right now, this is the time. And then, you know, people people complaining. They're looking at the economic situation. and like, oh, bye, everybody lost their job. I lost my job, I, you know? I'm like, well, do you own a cell phone? Yeah? Well, okay, make money on your cell phone. Oh, how are we going to do that? Bruh, it's called the internet. Go look at plenty, plenty stuff you can do if you own a cell phone. All right? But I'm just saying that back in the day, right? I, I put everything on that thing. I said, bruh, give me everything. And he gave me everything. And he came out to a little over 59 grand. And I have the records to prove it. I mean... You know, when I looked at it, I was like, whoa, my car payment was like almost $700 a month. Zero down. Zero down. I told him, I said, I'm not going to put money down. 
I said, you know, I mean, you like sell me on car, go ahead, but I ain't putting money down. I said, you got to come within, you know, got to be on reasonable monthly payment. You know, when the guy told me I got him approved and he took me in the back and he goes, okay, how's, how's this thing over here? And I said, okay. I said, all right. See, Bob Proctor taught, see, I was studying under Bob Proctor at that time. And Bob Proctor teaches that when somebody asks you for their price, they name their price, you pay their price. Okay. And when, when somebody asks you what your price is for, for whatever you do, you name your price and you can get your price. Okay. But that, but the other guy, right? You got to pay his price. That's just the way life works. Now, it doesn't matter if his price is bigger than yours. Doesn't matter if his father is bigger than yours. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't matter if, you, you see, you see if his truck is bigger than yours. You know, in Hawaii, bro. I tell you, you guys, you guys listening to us in Kentucky, you guys are brand new listeners. We like to, aloha, you guys. But, but you guys in Kentucky, you guys gotta know that when you come to Hawaii, it's all about who has the biggest Tacoma truck. <laughs> who has the biggest Tacoma? That's what, that's what it's about in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. But really, Hawaiians, on the real, okay? You got to get to the point, right? So I, I was climbing this this law of attraction ladder that started with a parking space and right, all the way. And then I said, all right, put them all on this number and spin the wheel. And boom, the thing came out. And I was like, whoa, no down payment, nothing. Okay, so we moved from that point. From that point on, cars was never a big deal for me. I go down, I go down, I test drive, I go, okay, I want that one, I like that. Okay, make it work. The guy's job, the salesman's job is to make it work. Otherwise, he's not going to sell one car. You see what I'm saying? Now, you guys got to you guys gotta change your mindset about all this stuff, okay? Because they work for you. You don't work for them. You don't work for the car place. The car, the salesman works for the car place. It's his job to accommodate you. The customer, right? But some places make it seem like they're doing you a favor, right? Some some places turn them around on you, right? And they make it seem like you're doing them a favor by coming by and buying a product from them, okay? It's just like the politicians, right? So the politicians make it seem like, you know, it's an honor for 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 you to, to go talk to them, you see? It's the other way around. They're public servants. You vote for them. You put them where they are. And if you're not happy with that, guess what you can do? You can get a bunch of people together and take them out from that office. And a lot of that house cleaning is going on now. Right now. We're seeing that in 2020. Because people are tired of this stuff. They're fed up with it. Okay? Because they always turn them around on you. Okay? A lot of things are turned around on you. And you know what? You're turning a lot of stuff around on yourselves, Hawaiians. Okay? And I told you guys, you guys listening in Vietnam right now, you guys are honorary Hawaiians when you're listening to this show. Everybody around the world, wherever you guys are listening right now, we get plenty of international listeners, you guys are honorary Hawaiians. As an honorary Hawaiian, I'm telling you, Hawaiians, most of this stuff you put in your own mind. You got to get over it. Okay? One of my friends was almost destroyed by this stuff because she couldn't get past her own thinking. She couldn't, she could not. You know, I've never seen a person just disintegrate into themselves like that. But one of these, th this happened to one of my friends. But I'm just telling you guys, we do it to ourselves. 
We do it to ourselves. We build these walls in our heads, right? And we don't even test the water. We don't even go to the swimming pool and put our toe inside to see if the water's cold. We stay away from the swimming pool. We look at it from a distance and we go, ah, oh, gee, I wonder if the water cold. <laughs> I wonder, wonder, oh, but I wouldn't mind swimming, you know. I wouldn't mind swimming, but I, I don't know if the water, the water might be too cold. And you build that wall already in your head. You got to stop doing that. You got to get over that. Now, the law of attraction is God in action, right? And a lot of church people disagree with me. And I don't care what they think. I don't care what they think. They're telling me, oh, well, you know, Jesus coming back pretty soon. That's exactly what they told me when I was 12 and I was freaking out. I was 12 years old. They told me, well, Jesus is coming back. You know, there's not much time left. You know, Jesus is coming back. And when he comes back, you know, everything, everybody's power. Everybody's going to die. All the sinners, we're all going up. We're all going up into heaven. And then everybody else is going to get destroyed. It did. I mean, they told me this whole story. I was 12 years old. Right? Now, I'm not knocking Christians or Christianity or Jesus or anything. I believe in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I believe in Christ consciousness. There's a difference than the story that people are telling out of humans are telling out of humans, in other words. Right? So I was freaking out because I, I don't like float up into the sky to be with God. Now, I'm 12 years old and I want a chance at life. I want to get out there. Do, you know, I wanted to be an entertainer from that age. I knew already what I wanted to do, right? And I'm, I'm like, oh, no, no tell, me, tell me Jesus is coming back now. I know more even chance to get out there and do anything. See, all right, so you never know when Jesus is going to come back, okay? And if you study esoteric knowledge, you know that it happens inside the human being, okay? Basically, yeah. And anyway, I'm just saying, with the law of attraction, right? It's God in action. Because you and God are co-creators. You got to know that part. And if you and God are co-creators, if God is your brother, right? Inside, and I'm talking about brother, brother, kind brother. You know what I'm saying? So you guys, in, you guys around the world in different countries, I'm just talking about if God is your partner, who are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? Come on, right? Brah, don't be afraid of anything. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, don't be afraid. Like, there, there is harm that comes to us. There are things that happen. You know, there are random shootings where people just walk into a shopping center. If you're there at the wrong time and, and you get shot, okay, things like that happen. This is life. You know, people take chances by getting up every morning and going out of the house or whatever, driving down the road, right? You never know when a maniac's coming along and, and right? And, and you, you might get in a car accident and you might die, okay? But at least, Hawaiians, think of this. At least if you die, right? You don't want to be living in lack and limitation and then die. You want to be living in abundance, you want to be driving the nice car. You want to be living in a good home. You want to be, I mean, you know, at least decent, right? You know, what I'm saying is, is you don't have to be under the belief that what you need is the bare minimum, is what I'm saying. Okay, Jesus, God, Allah, these, these religious entities, you know, when they speak about these religious entities, they, they always talk sacrifice, okay? But when you really look deep into the scripture, it's not the material sacrifice they're talking about. 
It's the sacrifice inside that you got to make in, in order to, to achieve, you know, certain good graces with these, with these deities, with these entities. So, so it's not about like, oh, I gotta, I gotta suffer. I gotta, but that's okay. I go wear them like on badge of honor. I'm going to suffer. I'm going to drive this car and, you know, I'm going to keep the Clorox bottle with the water in, in the back. Cause uh, the radiator could go at any time, but I'm gonna drive this puppy until this thing not can go anymore. Then I'm gonna look for another car, cost about eight nine hundred dollars, cause cause it's a good used car. The depreciation is gone. Okay. Now if you're thinking like that, Hoynes, okay, you're living in lack, you're living in limitation. Okay. And the last thing you want to do is do that because you know what, life is short. Okay. One of my best friends always said that. And she said that it was her good friend that died of cancer, right? And my good friend died of cancer. That's one thing we had in common anyway, you know, from the get-go, right? And my best friend died of cancer. Her best friend died of cancer. And when her best friend had cancer, she told her, she said, hey, life is short, right? Life is short. Go take it. Go do what you want to do. Be happy. Do what you want to do. You see? And that, and that's my message, Hawaiians. Life is short. Live well. Live good. Go enjoy. You know what you guys, you know, if you die with a million dollars in the bank, okay, God bless you. Okay. But if you took that million dollars and you really had some fun with it, you went on a trip, you know, maybe, maybe you bought some good clothes for your family, for your kids. Maybe, maybe you, you know, did something good with that money for, for, for whoever you love, whatever, you know. Then, then when you die unexpectedly in whatever situation, or, or, you know, God forbid, right? I don't wish that on anybody, but I'm just saying, when you die unexpected, uh, unexpectedly, you've had a good run. Bro, you've enjoyed, you had a good life. You see, if I die right now, Hoynes, I can honestly, truthfully tell you, I've lived my dreams. The stuff when I was a kid, you know, I was going, oh, bro, when I, when I get out of this damn house, right? Because <laughs> I was with my parents, right? You know, when you're a kid, right? Like, wow, when I get out of this house, I'm going to do that. I like being entertainment. I'm going to be one singer. I'm going to do that, right? Now, there's some things that happen that, that I didn't know I was going to do, right? Because I got this bright idea. Okay, we're going to do radio and that's going to get us into entertainment. Right? You know, I went the long way around. But you know what? This long way, right, gave me multiple careers. I had a career as an entertainer, career as a as a radio guy, career as a, as a as a business person, career as a you know as a teacher, right? Like all of this stuff, right? and I'm like, whoa! Like all this stuff came out, and it was just out of one desire, and that desire was I wanted to be a famous singer. That's all. That's all I wanted. When I was young, there's okay. I saw Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Don Ho, Sam Kapoor, all these guys. Okay, if you guys don't know who Don Ho and Sam Kapoor is, they're local. They're here from Hawaii. So you guys just Google, put them in the put them in the computer. There is a Don Ho in Vietnam, but that's not the guy we're talking about. But yeah, just go look. You know, but but I'm telling you, right? Out of that one desire, that one vision. That one level of commitment, all this stuff happened. All this stuff happened. That led to our companies, you know. And then, then the singing school wasn't even for me. That was not my idea. That was that that I built for my best friend, 
that was blind so he would have something to do so he would have some purpose because he was just sleeping all day every day that's what he did and he was a musical genius musical genius right just wasting away in a care home doing nothing you know that one day I, I asked my fiance at that time I said baby can we just bring bring brother with us and then we could start our business and whatever and then things didn't work out for me and her you know yeah, hurt no blame. That's what we say in Hawaii. Hurt no blame. It means, hey, you know what? Yeah, we got to hurt. We're not going to blame anybody. We just, hey, move on. Take the next step. Go. Take the next step. There's there's, there's five women right now, I guess, on the planet. About four or five women for every male on the planet. Okay? If one don't work out, Hawaiians, don't get hung up on it. Move on. There's four more. You see what I'm saying? So... But but I'm just I'm just saying I'm just saying don't get stuck, don't get hung up on it, don't build that wall. Mm-hmm. Now my job as a life coach, right, is to tear down these walls in other people to show other people that hey you know what this law of attraction thing is real. Now on I do a live every morning on Instagram, okay, and and I'm not trying to promote it here or anything like that. It's, these are two separate things that I do But I'm just saying In the morning, this morning I was talking about manifesting people Okay, now here's what I'm going to tell you, right? Now the, the topic of this podcast And the big takeaway of this podcast Is when you can manifest something, right? Get to the point where you manifest big Because I started with $20, right? And then I went all the way, right? And I just told you $59,000 for the car Then after that, I started writing I started writing for cash, five thousand, five thousand dollars at a time. For cash. Now, some months I made seven thousand, some months I made three thousand. You think I was complaining when I made three thousand? Because this is additional income. This is not my existing clients. This is additional income. These are contracts we did not have. These are these are, you know, clients, customers we did not have. This is additional stuff that came in, right? So now the only reason why I'm making this podcast and telling you guys this kind of stuff, I'm not flexing, I'm not bragging, I'm, not t- I'm, not, I'm just telling you it's possible. I'm telling you because I've done it. It's real. It's a thing. Do this. It's a thing. Okay? Write your affirmations. Do your meditation. Do your prayer. Do all of that. But, but believe in that. Because that prayer that you're praying to, whoever you pray to, you're praying to Jesus, okay, that's real. Do that. You're praying to Allah, okay, that's real, do that. It's going to work for you. There's no right and wrong religion. You know, they say, well, if you don't follow Jesus Christ, uh, y'all, you guys all go burn in hell. Okay, then if that's the case, right, and you look at the amount of Christians in the world, and you look at the amount of Muslims in the world, and Buddhists in the world, and Taoists in the world, and, and Jews in the world, and then you go, oh, bro, hell must be full. <laughs> hell must be full, Hawaiians. You know, probably no more room for us in hell. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Okay, I'm trying to make my point, and the point is when you manifest, ask big. You guys, you guys asking small. You know, you know, you get you see, you see those guys, and they go. You know why? It's because of guilt, Hawaiians. It's because of guilt. People have made you feel guilty for asking big, for living big, for doing big. For for setting out to achieve big. They make you feel guilty. You know why? Because they're not doing them. They don't have the cojones to do it. They don't have the balls to do it. 
They don't have the guts to do it. So they sit back and they make you feel guilty for doing it. You see, you see what I'm saying? The guys that I started out with in radio, the guys that I started out with in different industries that I've been through, that I, you know, that I've worked through and worked in and around and whatever, they're still doing the same thing, the majority of them. Now, there's a couple of guys that have moved on. There's a couple of, there's a couple guys. And, and out of all the guys, there's just a small handful of guys that have gone on to bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger things. And they keep getting progressive. And it keeps getting bigger and bigger or more and more, whatever, however you want to say it. But it starts, it starts getting like that for them. Why? Because they apply themselves. The other guys, oh, they go, they do their four-hour radio show, right? And then they're done. Well, they're down the beach surfing. They don't do whatever they, you know, see what I'm saying? But but for them, some of them, that's good enough. You know, there was this one guy that I worked with, right? And he had good philosophy. And he, and he said, because I told him, I said, you don't have any goals? Like for me, I was always, you know, goal-oriented. Okay, this, this is on goal. Okay, check off that goal. Been there, done that. Okay, next goal. So I was goal-oriented. And I asked this guy, and I said, you don't have any goals? Because I was shocked. I was shocked he didn't have any goals. And he was doing good. He was doing good in his life. And he didn't have any goals. And he said, my goal is just to be happy. And, and it stopped me in my tracks for a while. You know, because when he said that, I took that home that day. I remember driving out of the radio station parking lot that day after the show. And I was thinking about it. And I went to my office and I was thinking about it. And I, and I thought about it. I had to think about it. It was very profound what he said. He said, I just want to be happy. You know? And so, so you know, and that made me think like, yeah, there's guys that are just doing the same thing and they're happy. There's guys that are making millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars and they're not happy. You know? So, so happiness, and there's guys that are making tons of millions of dollars that are happy. But I'm just saying, either way, you know, it doesn't matter what you're doing, Right? Some people are happy no matter what, and some people <laughs> are not no matter what. See, but I think the takeaway from, from that is that, yeah, you should always strive to be happy, whatever it is you're doing. And that's what it was, you know, my goals and achieving my goals were happiness for me. You know, it was, it was a sense of accomplishment, but it was happiness for me because it made me happy that I did it. And the experience is actually the goal. Okay, the experience is, is where you really, you know, you enjoy the journey. The journey. It's all about the journey. You know, some people screw themselves up on a journey through karma. And when, when they get, you know, to a certain point, and they, right, they handle it wrong. And or they do something to somebody or they, they you know, and then, then it comes back to them, right? And it hits them. And then, and then boom, right? But that's, that's karma. So always strive to be happy. But if you go manifest, manifest big. Go for the big stuff. That way, if you fall short, you're still ahead, Hawaiians. You're still ahead. Okay? Write the affirmation small first. Go $20. Go $50. Go $100. Go $500. Go $1,000. After that, your subconscious is already conditioned. And, and it's for that reason that when I walked into the dealership and I, and I said, okay, give me everything. You know, I'll take the the best sports car you guys got, right? That one? Okay, I'll take that and, and give me everything. 
59,000 boom right there. And that was the beginning of thinking big for me anyway in, in my life. Okay. And that, well, because before that was good used car. Okay. So take yourself from good used car to, to brand new car. Take yourself, you know, from, oh, I, I'm just going to eat this uh, sandwich for lunch to maybe one salad, maybe eating something really good for you. You know, I'm going to, instead of this Snickers bar and this uh, scant soda, uh, I'm, I'm going to actually spend the seven, eight, nine dollars and buy this healthy food over here. To, you know, because it's not about, it's not about saving money and killing myself. It's about being good to myself. It's about, it's about taking this money I have and living a good life and living a full life and enjoying the good things in life rather than putting them all in the bank and living like a spinster, right? And, and you know, just eating that spam musubi three times a day so I can put, you know, $500 a day in the bank. I'm, I'm going to live like that. No, no, no. You know why? Because down the road, you're going to have to spend that money on getting healthy again because that kind of living will make you sick. And I'm not just talking physically. That kind of living, living small, will affect you psychologically. And trust me, as a life coach, I know because they end up being my clients. And then I got to walk them through the steps. And pretty soon they go, oh, Junior, you know, I, get, I had this guy just yesterday wrote me this nice text. It was a DM in Instagram. It was a beautiful DM. And he said, Junior, I just wanted to thank you. I started on, on the, the, the frequency therapy that, that you uh that you showed me that you told me about and it's working i feel great just wanted to thank you thank you very much bro that was like money in the bank for me i tell you that Hawaiians. okay so expand your thinking expand your life make your life better live a better quality life you only live this way one time Hawaiians. just one time that's it oh sorry sorry Hawaiians. i gotta go but you only live this way one time okay Life is short. It's very short. Enjoy yourself. Stop punishing yourself and everybody around you. All right. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, we'd like to thank all the sponsors. Island Club and Spa. Brother Randy and Sister Jerry, thank you very much. Also, uh, they have two locations. One in Kaka'ako and one at the Ko'olani Hotel in Waikiki. Hey, also, we want to take... Uh, uh, wait a minute. That's the Olohilani Hotel. Sorry. Uh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> the Kohalani is there. That's the one in Kakaako. All right. Okay. Yeah, you know, if you just, uh, sometimes I tell you, if you just get carried away on this show. Hey, we also want to thank Voice Master, Family of Service Companies, and also AFMHawaiiMusic.com. If you want to advertise your .com, all you got to do is send us an email. Okay? It's here for you, USA at gmail.com. We will advertise for you. No worries. We get them. Till next time, I'm Junior K. We have a Junior saying mahalo and aloha.